It's the rant. My name is Jeff Rackliff, and it is Thursday, December 2nd. We got a quick one for you here today because I'm just breaking down wide receiver cornerback matchups for you. Of course, I'll be back breaking down the rest of the matchups for you this weekend on tomorrow's pod, but let's dive into it. I got the upgrades for you, and man, <laughs> Tyreek Hill. It felt like the longest bye week in NFL history, didn't it? Honestly, it seems like they've been on bye since like week five. But anyway, he's back, and it's a great matchup for him against Denver, especially out of the slot. I mean, Kyle Fuller, I love the matchup out of the slot. He's allowing a 59% catch rate, but at the same time, 14.5 yards per catch. That's a massive number out of the slot. Like, that's a huge number. So the explosive upside of Hill gets a little bit of a boost here. Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham Jr., Van Jefferson. Yes, this is an Oprah Winfrey game. You get a favorable matchup. You get a favorable matchup. Everybody gets a favorable matchup. I love it. Uh, Out of the slot, you have, of course, Cooper Cup predominantly there. Rudy Ford, good luck. Good luck. He's managed tight coverage on just 9% of his targeted routes, so (laughs) Cooper Cup's going to be open early, often, and everything in between there this week. On the outside, you have uh, Tyson Campbell and Nevin Lawson. They really don't present any challenge there. Campbell's giving up 14 eight-point yards per catch which is a big number, and Lawson hasn't been heavily used this season, but he's allowed two touchdowns on 11 catches, so giddy up there for the Rams. Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen against Detroit. We already had this game way back in week five, which I believe was when the Chiefs were playing last. I know, it's a bad joke. Anyway, um, 19 uh, points in that game for Minnesota, so it's not like they they set the world on fire, but Jefferson still got his. He had seven for 124 in that game. He lines up on the right 40% of the time, so he's going to see the most of Amani Oruwarie, who is allowing 14 yards per catch, uh, and he does have four touchdowns allowed on the season. Adam Thielen didn't do anything in week five, but he has scored 10 touchdowns on the season. He's also facing Ifetu Molafanwu, who just came off of uh, injured reserve this week. He's only seen five targets on the season. He only put the one game, essentially. But allowed three catches for 81 yards on those five targets. I like Keenan Allen this week. 116 targets on the season. That is third in the league. He's going to see another heavy workload. He's going to see Mike Hilton in the slot. Hilton allowing a 77% catch rate on the season. DK Metcalf. I know. I know. Trust me. I know. (laughs) It's hard to trust him. I get it. I totally get it. But this matchup's too good to pass up. Metcalf is predominantly on the right. 56% of his routes have come out of the uh, on the right at right wide receiver this season. He's gonna see Josh Norman there. And years ago we'd been like, ooh, Josh Norman, but not anymore. 13.7 13.7 air yards per target. That's a big number. It bodes well for DK Metcalf, who is a downfield guy. 71% catch rate, three scores allowed in his coverage. So I think Metcalf actually bounces back this week. I'm not going to overthink him in season long. And by the way, if you are just tuning into this podcast for the first time in week 13, which is a little odd, but welcome. Welcome to the podcast. I am, of course, talking to two different groups. Actually, maybe three. This was pointed out to me. I'll talk about that in a second. But I'm talking to a season-long crowd. I am starting DK Metcalf in season-long. I'm talking to a DFS crowd. 
I actually think he's kind of interesting in DFS, and I guess I'm talking to a sports betting crowd because somebody hit me up and was like, hey, Jeff, I use your wide receiver cornerback matchups for player props. Okay, cool. And, and they worked, apparently, so cool. Uh, giddy up. Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. This one's easy. No Antonio Brown this week. Actually, I wouldn't, I'm not opposed to the idea of dropping Antonio Brown in season long if you needed the spot. Not just outright dropping him, but if you needed the spot. Why? I don't know when he's going to be back, and it's at least two weeks. So for some of us, all we have is two weeks. I have two weeks in one of my home leagues. It's really an important league to me. I'm not in the playoffs. I'm six and six. Now, I have a good percentage chance of getting in the playoffs, but I am not in the playoffs. As of right now, I have not clinched. So, if I was in a spot like that, all I care about is this week. And if I really needed a player, maybe I'm dealing with some bye weeks, you know, got some Packers or whatever, then if he's expendable, he's the only guy, I can't. I know he's not going to be back for the next two weeks and maybe not the next three weeks, and I could be setting up my tea times three weeks from now. I would drop him if I had to get somebody in there. Keep that in mind. I like the matchup, though. Godwin out of the slot. Richie Grant, 82% catch rate. Uh, Evans gets Foster Moreau when he's on the outside for a good chunk of the game. Six touchdowns allowed for Moreau. Hunter Renfro, no Darren Waller. Renfro with the volume. He's got nine targets in three of his last four games. Out of the slot, he's going to face Landon Collins. Landon Collins is overmatched in the slot. He's a safety who they have to rely on down there, and he's a Better, you know, better than average safety in terms of his versatility. But 48 targets on the season. He's been in tight coverage on just 6% of them. Michael Pittman Jr. against Houston. On the outside, he's going to face Desmond King and Terrence Mitchell. And and I know he didn't do anything last week. He had 10 targets, so I'm not worried. Mitchell and King have allowed a combined six touchdowns this season. Receivers being targeted seven times in the end zone against Mitchell. Marquise Brown versus Pittsburgh. He's closing in on 100 targets. He needs eight more to hit 100 on the season. I think he gets it this week. Facing James Pierre, who's allowing 13.9 yards per catch. And Brandon Cook. Somebody has to catch the ball, but you know what? Xavier Rhodes, the roads are open on the other side. 15.8 yards per catch allowed. Five touchdowns in his coverage. Brandon Cooks. All right, quick break. When we come back, we will dive into the matchup downgrades. All right, you may not like all of these downgrades, but we do have to downgrade some players. I'm going to start the list with one of my guys, Terry McScorin. Well, it's been an up and down fantasy season for sure. He's not a guy you can exactly set your watch to in terms of the highs, but he does have those highs. I just don't think this week is going to be one of them. Because they look on the other side of the field, and Raiders corner Casey Hayward has been excellent this season. He's not letting receivers get open. He's had tight coverage on 42% of his targeted routes. That may not sound like a high number. Trust me, that is a massive number. Hayward has yet to allow a score in his coverage. He's holding opposing receivers to 11.5 yards per catch. This is going to be a tough one for McScorin. Jacoby Myers and Kendrick Bourne versus Buffalo. But wait, Jeff, I thought Tredavious White was hurt. Well, yes, Tredavious White, and that sucks, by the way. Bills lost Tredavious White, but I'll tell you this, out of the slot for Jacoby Myers, Taron Johnson is the best slot corner you probably have never heard of. If you don't follow the Bills, like I know if you know the Bills, you're like, duh, Jeff. Yeah, of course, duh, Jeff. But the best slot corner you probably have never heard of if you don't follow the Bills. 51% catch rate. 
5.7 air yards per target. He's keeping everything in front of him. That's a tough matchup for Myers. And on the outside, you know, Bourne has been hot, but he's going to see Levi Wallace. Like, okay, Tredavious White, household name, Levi Wallace, this dude has six picks and five pass breakups on the season, allowing 10.5 yards per catch. Darnell Mooney. Uh-oh. Well, he is going to benefit because I don't think Allen Robinson will play again in this one, so he's going to at least be the only show in town. But the unfortunate thing is Arizona. Remember last year, Arizona was like, oh, start everybody you have against Arizona. Not really anymore. Defense not that bad. Byron Murphy allowing just a 60% catch rate out of the slot, so it's not the best matchup here for Darnell Mooney. Deontay Johnson. Now, let's put it this way. I feel like every week I mention Deontay Johnson, and then he just goes out and has 13 targets, and it doesn't freaking matter. He has at least 13 targets in five of his last six games. So take that one for what it's worth. Like Season long, obviously, never benching him. But in DFS, I, I, I may not because... I think it would. I'd be remiss to not mention Marlon Humphrey on the other side. Marlon Humphrey is a very good corner, and he's allowing a forty-nine percent catch rate on the season. So at least there's that has to be noted. Kenny Galladay versus Miami. Now, regardless of Sterling Shepard, Kadarius Tony, whatever happens with those guys, if they're on the field, off the field, or anything in between. Galladay is going to see Xavier Howard. And Xavier Howard, if I'm Xavier Howard, I'm like, oh, this is the guy I love to cover because Xavier Howard tends to do really well against this type of receiver. He is a guy who who has a lot of tight coverage on the season. 34% of his targeted routes, which is a pretty high number. And then Galladay is a guy who struggles to get separation. So put those two together and we have a tough matchup. No doubt about it. Cortland Sutton versus Kansas City. I mean, I know the arrow continues to point down here for Cortland Sutton. And then you look on the other side and you see Charvarius Ward, who is allowing a 46% catch rate on the season. Not good there for Cortland Sutton. Tyler Boyd versus the Chargers. He's been overshadowed this year. Jamar Chase and T. Higgins are the better options, obviously. And then out of the slot, you get Chris Harris Jr. He's in the twilight of his career. There's no doubt about it, but he's still holding opposing wideouts to a 25% catch rate in contested situations. He's still doing a pretty good job. That's the matchup I don't want to attack there if I am Joe Burrow. Well, I, I mean, honestly, if I'm Joe Burrow or the whole team, I want to attack it on the ground, but definitely not using Tyler Boyd in any format this week. Marvin Jones versus the Rams. Well, I know you probably are not thinking about Marvin Jones anyway, but just in case... Just in case, Jalen Ramsey actually played on the outside. He actually shadowed for the first time last week. That was the first time all season he shadowed. So he's playing on the outside a little bit more. He's holding opposing wideouts to 7.8 yards per catch. He's Jalen freaking Ramsey. He's very good. And I don't think he shadows Marvin Jones. Let's be clear about that. But I do think that he sees a lot. Marvin Jones, that is a lot of Ramsey, and that's not good for business. And then finally, Russell Gage. I mean, hey, there's the old adage of somebody has to catch the football. Yeah, I know. Somebody does out of those wideouts. And it's kind of been Gage, but... I look on the other side, and you, you think Tampa pass funnel. Mike Edwards out of the slots actually doing a pretty good job. Now, 74% catch rate, that's not good. But he's allowing just 7.6 yards per catch. That's pretty solid. So I would fade Russell Gage here if I could uh, in all formats. 
All right, there you go. If you want the wide receiver cornerback matchups tool, if you want the advanced wide receiver cornerback matchups tool, if you want the shadow index, if you want the defense versus position for wide receivers, all of those tools are over at ftnfantasy.com. Use the promo code RATPACK. That'll get yourself a little bit of a discount, which is good. It's a good thing. Use the the promo code. You can also use it at ftnbets.com and ftndaily.com go check out that optimizer all right enjoy the football if you're listening to this before the game if you're listening to it after the game hopefully it went well for you and i will be back tomorrow we're going to break down all the matchups here for our regular friday pod in the meantime at jeff radcliffe on twitter and instagram and i'll catch you on the flip side for another edition of the pod i'm jeff radcliffe and i am out 